Hi, this is Jessica Robertson, and you're listening to From Nothing to Profit. Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Hey, everybody. So Matt here, and I'm gonna, I'm recording another podcast from Sync without Kaya. Maybe next year we can all convince Kaya to come back here. She comes every year, but she didn't come this year. And so go ahead and just send her an email and let her know she has to come <laughs> next year. Anyways, um, my guest today is Jessica. So I don't know much about you. Because we don't run I in the same. That. I know we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't run in the same circles. We should. We should. Yes, we, well, we, should. we will from now. Yes. Absolutely. But I just saw Jessica speak at Sync, and I was blown away hmm. by what you guys are doing. So I don't want to steal your flame because you already like did your speech, and so you can just tell everybody those slides again if you want. But um, <laughs> for the whole thing, no yeah, problem. Yeah, I got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I can do it from start to beginning. <laughs> sure. Um. So tell tell us real quick about your studio, what you guys are doing, and all that stuff. Sure. So our studio is in Ashland, Virginia, just outside of Richmond. We photograph about 200 seniors a year in addition to some families and babies and some corporate work that we do. I started out of my home originally, or I started on location really, and then to my home. And then we opened our retail space in 2005. Um, Our first studio was about 1,500 square feet, and we moved across the street because it's the street that you want to be on in our small town. And um, now we have a 3,000 square foot studio, and that's been since 2011. I have a fabulous team that works with me. I'm very fortunate to have um, Karen and Robin support me and help me so that I'm able to really do the thing that I love, which is photography. Yeah, and they're here this week at Sync with you as well. They are. They're really awesome people. Yes. So you are, let me just tell you, you are lucky. Oh, I'm so fortunate. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so incredibly So we should just have fortunate. this whole podcast and just talk about them is what we should really, really do. Really? Yeah. I know. I mean, it's not really me. Let's I mean, be we, honest. Yeah. I just do what I'm told. I, I say that all the time in the studio. They'll go, so you know, continue talking about this. I'm like, ah, I don't really know. Ask Karen and Robin. I just do what I'm told to do. <laughs> right. And then sometimes that's way better. That's it awesome. It is. Absolutely. Um, so what what's one thing that people would know know about you, you know, as just like looking at your website and stuff like that. Like what, you know, is there anything, what's, what's, what's the dirt? I tell everybody everything about me. No. (laughs) Um, well, I think one that I started as a, as a teacher. And so I think that that makes me come from a different place. Um, so I taught high school seniors and I really connect with that age. Um, I don't know if that's where I kind of stopped my mental state or something, but I do, I, I love working with that age bracket. And I think that my history and my life previous to being a full-time photographer, that really does help and makes me understand, um, the people that I'm working with a little bit better. Yeah. And so I was hoping you're going to bring that up because I used to be a teacher as well. So I, so I taught statistics at the high school level for for five years. Those are your heaven points. Yeah. Seriously, come on into heaven. You were a high school teacher. (laughs) Great. So, and and you taught, uh, photography and biology. Biology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. When, so when, do you remember what year? you taught? What years? Uh, 2000 to 2005. Okay. So I taught 2008 to 12 or something like that. That's, okay, very that's good. probably wrong too. <laughs> but, but it's so interesting because I've been removed from the classroom for so little. I'm starting to actually like lose touch with our current seniors. You know, mm-hmm. enough has changed since oh, I left. Yeah, right. When I first left the classroom, Allison was running the business the whole time I was teaching. But right. when I first left the classroom, I just felt like I had it dialed. Like I knew right. exactly how to talk to them and where they right. were and all that stuff. What they were into, yeah. And now I feel like I've lost a little bit, but I mean, people are still people, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I completely understand that relatability. Um, and sometimes it makes it funny and I'll make fun of myself in that regard. I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. Who's who's the person that's your favorite, you know, musician? Yeah. And then I'm like, can you spell that for me? I really have no <laughs> idea what you're saying. Like right. what genre of music are we talking about? Okay, I haven't heard of that genre either, you know, right. so yeah. Well, now some of the artists now have like symbols in their yes, name and stuff like that. So it's 
like I'm waiting for. I really don't get that. I'm waiting yeah. for the first rapper that's just all emojis. <laughs> it's co- it's coming soon. It's, hey, that's a concept. That's an idea. Yeah. I think you should pitch that. Well, I saw uh, <laughs> on the news that that license plates are now in Florida now can have an emoji. And no. they, there's like there's like six. I saw it when I was here at Sync. There's six emojis like the smiley one, <laughs> the heart eyes one, and you can now that's add, you, can, you can now have custom license plates with an emoji at the end. Can and then you, the cops like, what is that symbol? How do I put that I in that? Yeah, no, I'm just not gonna pull that person over. I don't want to do that emoji. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like uh, W E F uh, heart eyes. Uh, I think it's a I think it's a Cadillac. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, um, but yeah. Funny. So I I think being a teacher also brought a lot of expertise to our business too. So, do you miss teaching or not really? Well, that's why I came back to sink and I'm teaching. So, yes, I, I, me too. An, yeah, no, me too. I, I I have to do some kind of outlet like that right. for sure. And I feel so fortunate because there's been so many photographers that I am still so immensely grateful for. Um, and it is kind of a way of giving back, but it's also um, it makes me analyze what we're doing so that I can convey convey that message. But then it also makes me reassess: Are we doing the right thing? And getting feedback from others that works for them. And so it's 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 kind of a full circle kind of thing as yeah. well. So, and I do believe that when you teach, you are also learning. Yes. And just because someone's a student, that doesn't mean that they can't teach you something. Absolutely. And I really believe that. And sometimes that comes from your self analysis, but sometimes it comes from the conversations you have with people. And so I. I love it. I do. Yeah. And I did some teaching here at Sync this week. And like just some of when I was putting my presentation together, I was like, I need to dial that part in my mm-hmm. business and stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I do that, but I know I can do that better. Absolutely. You know what I mean? For right. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the industry real quick. So the question is, well, actually, before we go to the industry, there's a question before that. So kind of the general question of our podcast is like, what's working now? So when you think of your business, like what's working now and what would you tell our audience? Well, so for me... When I thought about this question, I think that we have always centered our business in storytelling Mm -hmm. and really wanting to hear that person's story so that we can visually create an image that matches. And I And you didn't talk about this in your class. I I did. And like how you need to include elements that are personal to them because that makes the portrait more important to them. Absolutely. And it I do see it as a collaborative effort. So the mom will go, Oh, well, I've got an idea, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess this up. And I'm like, absolutely not. Please, you obviously know your child better than I do. Please tell yes. me about her. And that is a question we have on there. If your friends were to describe you, what would they say? And that's actually really insightful. Right. Um, so on our information sheet when we have our consultation, that is something that I look at. And I think that people are drawn to images that are a true reflection of them. They want to be special. They want to look different. They don't want what everybody else has already had. And so if you draw out who they are, which is, I think, part of our job in understanding who they are, then you can create images that are a reflection and that are also unique and authentic and different. And then you also talked talked about how when they look at it, in the future, they'll mm-hmm. look back and they have different memories than it just being the senior portrait Absolutely. session. You know, like it ha- has some real meaning to them. The experience is fun. Yeah, yeah. About, about a time in their life and stuff like Absolutely. that, which I think is really important. So, And the parents so, are more connected to those images too because yeah. they're like, I've seen my kid in that leotard on the um, gymnastics floor her whole entire life and I can't believe that you yes. know, we now have these images to – um, hold for posterity. It's yeah. really beautiful. So t- tell us a little bit, you you alluded to this a little bit, but you kind of have a questionnaire. So how do you get this information out of them so that you can use it? Start there, right. Mm-hmm. So um, when someone calls in, and typically we try and bring people um, to the telephone, which sure. this current generation is not a big fan of. They'd rather text or message. But we typically have a parent call in to us and we make a connection there. We have that relationship. We tell them it's a no obligation consultation. Just come in, kind of see what we do. Mm-hmm. And we send them an information sheet oh, that has right. a you ton of questions. And it, so it is their homework. We send them videos as well so they can get excited, start thinking about what they want. And then that way they're not coming in completely blank. So when I say 
tell me about your vision. What are you thinking you want to do for your senior portraits? It's not a blank face. They should have thought about it. And if mm-hmm. it is a blank face, then it might be a longer consultation. But but, but your worksheet or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. your intake form or sure. I don't know, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, like it's it's – it's open. It has open-ended questions on it them does. to get them thinking about it. It does, absolutely. And it should trigger, oh, I do want to incorporate that or I don't want to. So if something, I mean, my kids are involved in so many different things. It's amazing how they're volunteering, involved in their schools. And so when you look at those different things they're involved in that they've listed, it can just be like, oh, that's just something I do to be a part of my school. Or is mm-hmm. it something that's really important to them is a driving force in their life. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Okay, so that's perfect. So what's working now is getting that information from an, an including picture. And I saw from your images, I saw it sync this week. Like, it makes complete sense when you say well, thank that. You. Yeah, thank so you. Thank you. So you guys definitely look her up on Instagram and see her work. It's amazing. Thank okay, you. so let's switch gears real quick and talk about the industry. So the question is, like, what is one thing that has you fired up about in the industry? That may be a little bit over-exaggeration, but when you think about the industry, where do you think it's going or what, what do you think about when you what, you, what do you hold true to about the industry? Well, technologically, I think we're continuing to see a lot of changes, you know, and for me, I've always used off-camera flash. Um, and I do think that when we think about ways to make our, our imagery look different from others, I think that that's a very easy way to do that. Now, the evolution of that has changed significantly here in mm-hmm. the last few years with high-speed sync, and that, sure. for me, is a game-changer. Um, having a family wanting to be done every day at least by 5 um, and not wanting to start until 8.15, that's kind of my schedule, and I only work Monday through Friday, that is huge for me so that I can shoot at a lower f-stop and then um, be able to crank up that shutter speed. So I think that that's a huge game changer. But I also think that we, as off-camera flash shooters, are kind of unique Mm -hmm. because there's so many are just natural light. But because everything now has gotten so much cheaper and easier to use, um, I think that if people are willing to change, it may be more difficult, honestly, to differentiate yourself if everyone understands how to use lighting. Um, So I think that that's really important. Yeah, I know that makes complete sense. So I've been thinking about this a little bit too, because I feel like there's two types of shooters and I haven't quite identified. Maybe there's probably a million, but (laughs) there's natural light shooters and there's a lot of like one light off camera flash Mm -hmm. shooters. And I'm trying to figure out like, okay, if, if almost everybody is that, what what is like the third group or what is the fourth group that I can be a part of that I can push myself on? You know <laughs> what I mean? It's be different. Completely yeah, because different, I, just, right. I, I just feel like I'm like, okay, that <clears> person, <throat> I see a group of people locally and they just carry around reflectors. And then right. I see, like I'm here and I see everybody has like a, be- a, a, beauty, a beauty dish with <laughs> right. like a sleeve on it. You right, know? Like, absolutely. But even like, how you use that light, I think yeah. is a way to differentiate yourself. So, you know, if you're more of a fashion kind of photographer, then you're going to put it up high and kind of shoot it down low. Yeah. Um, if you want it to be more dramatic, what you do with that light, I think is as significant as you using light, that, if I that think, makes sense. I think that's fair because you probably have more versatility and more flexibility with that light versus like a reflector or something Right, like that. absolutely. That and I sense. like being in control and light using an off-camera flash allows me to be in more control than if a cloud comes over and I'm using a reflector. Like, well, that yeah. doesn't work. I yeah. know, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's really good. So let's jump into lightning around a little bit. These We have plenty of time, so don't feel like we have to do these fast and okay. call the lightning round. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll just change the name after yours. will be the last, last <laughs> no more lightning round. Uh, just could drop the mic on that. Okay. <laughs> you'll, you'll be the last lightning round ever. Cause I don't think it fits, but <laughs> so what was holding you back from becoming a full-time photographer when you first started money? So like you were worried that you were worried that like you weren't, ma- you wouldn't make money or. <clears throat> well, I think there's a lot of fear as well. So I um, have a degree in art with a concentration in photography. Mm-hmm. So I felt very secure in my craft. I knew that I looked young. And so 
that was a difficult aspect from changing from I'm learning this craft and then how do I make that an actual business that can be lucrative and that can pay my bills. And so there was fear as well that I didn't understand this whole part of my career that I had no education on. And so a lot of it was intuitive in terms of um, this is how I want to be treated or this makes sense. But there's a lot of education that kind of went into that. And so I think that it was fortunate, actually, that I had that time to kind of figure that out. Yeah. And, and you talked about, and during your sync, I don't want to keep referencing. You're, that's great. No, but everybody should just come I'm to so, sync. Everybody should come to sync. sync. It's and, amazing. Yeah. And, um, it's awesome. But you talked about how your dad helped you a little bit. Um, with the business side of it as well. Right. And asking me those questions, like if you're going to, you want to get paid, like how are you going to pay yourself and how much is this going to cost? And, and he talked about a business plan, which I had absolutely no idea right. about, you know, and no, I, I thought I, you had a really good way of saying the business, what a business plan is too. Cause right. I think even to me as a business person, a business plan it's is scary, intimidating, yeah. but you said it's basically just like a, I don't remember how you described it, like a roadmap of where you're going or something like that. It is. Yeah. And it, I think we want to start with the end and we want to figure out those steps along the way. And, mm-hmm. you know, even for me, I'm setting those goals and trying to figure out even now, what else do I want to do? What else is more important to me? Mm-hmm. How do I shift my business with everything that is changing? So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a constant change. Constantly especially, evolving plan. Yeah. Especially with seniors, it feels like it's reinventing the business every year. Always. And yeah. I think that that's such a gift really, because if we just sit back and go, Oh, well, everybody loves me. They're going to, of course, they're going to come to me. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be out of business quickly. Yeah. And, I think that that's one thing that I've noticed in our industry. We have a lot of people who are like, well, this is how I've always done it. Well, then you're definitely going to go out of business. Yeah. Um, and you can't sit back and say, this is how I've always done it. And every year, typically around this time, that's when we reassess and we figure out what's selling, what's not, how we can, how can we serve our clients better? Right. How yeah. can we sell them more? Right. Well, and yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I, and I really struggle with this time of year being February because it's just like, it's a hard time because it's slow. It is, right. And you start like st- self-doubt starts creeping and stuff. Always. And that's what's so good about me, com- about coming, coming to this, mm-hmm. this conference is that like about the time the self-doubt has creeped into a point where it's almost like crazy. Crippling, then, yeah. Then you come here and you're like, oh, it's okay. We're it's good, not, we're yeah, great, yes. Not, yeah. um, and do- for us, we're so busy right now. And we're not busy necessarily like making money yes. because we're planning for the year, but even more so, we've already started our 2020 models. Yeah. So it is has been really intense because we do all of our friend sessions. And then after our friend sessions, we do elite sessions for our models. And so it's a busy time for us. A a lot of marketing and a lot of trying to get out there and be in front of that next class. Yeah. So you can, you can book them all. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the next question. I give you a thousand dollars right now Mm -hmm. and you have to buy something photo related. Like where would you spend that money? Photo related? um, I would say I think it depends on where you are in your career, mm-hmm. right? So if you are starting out and you're trying to figure out this whole industry and what you want to do, I would say having some kind of mentor yeah. or having some kind of education that is hands-on, in-depth learning. Sure. So you don't know what to buy until um, you get educated on mm-hmm. that. So I do think that it's best to invest in yourself and your craft initially. Sure. I think that if you are further on in your career, then maybe something photographic related would be the direction that I would go. Last year, we completely changed our lighting system over, and so that was a big investment. Sure. Um, this year, we went mirrorless with the USR, and I know all that's like controversial, whether it's like Sony or Nikon or whatever, but for mm-hmm. me, I've always been a Canon person, and I really love what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. The eye tracking is phenomenal and amazing. There's always an adjustment. It's totally different. It's an interpretation of what you're seeing through the lens, but I think it depends on where you are in your career as to what you really should be investing in. Yeah. And we're on the, we're right. We're there looking at mirrorless right now and mm-hmm. haven't, I don't know. We, we talk about it and then we just don't talk about it. Right. So. Well, if what you have is working, then great. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. But well, for me, I was getting too many things that were soft. You know, I was, I was like, man, why, why is that soft? And I don't get anything that's soft now. It is so sharp yeah, every single time. That's really interesting. But you have to change how you shoot because before I would, you know, center focus, recompose, center focus, recompose, which is probably where some of that softness was coming from. Yeah. And then now you just compose in camera, it finds that eye and it is done. That's really cool. Yeah. It is cool. I keep looking into it and I, I don't know, one of these days I'll just spend too much money and pull right, the trigger. Right, right. Okay. When so, somebody else gives you that, you know, a <laughs> couple thousand dollars to spend, yeah. there's your answer, yeah, right? Hey, if you're handing out money, I'm <laughs> yeah. taking no, it. No, I'm not. In fact, no. <laughs> um, okay, so now you get a thousand dollars, but you, you, what would you not spend it on in the photo industry? Hmm. So like- Well, what, scroll through Facebook and you can probably see some of those things as well. Um, I see a lot of people that have not established their own look or their own brand, or they're not getting what they want in camera. And so they think there's an easy fix. And I think a lot of people will go towards the, you know, people's filters or their, oh, for the love of God, actions. Actions. Right. And so they're not establishing their own look, their own style. Instead, they're saying, oh, I like that person's photography. Look at how crappy that image was to begin with, but she can fix it with just taking this great action and applying it. And then they get the action and they're like, how come it doesn't work on this? image. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You see people in the industry kind of chasing looks and stuff like that. Absolutely. When if they stay true to themselves, that's really the key. And I think initially it's hard to figure out staying true to yourself because if you haven't figured out what visually you love to create or how you love to create that, I think it's really hard when you're saying, just be yourself. And you're like, I'm trying to figure out myself is, what is that? (laughs) You know? So I understand that place too. Yeah. Cause I think there's a lot of searching you have to do, but then, then, and you also have to just become self-aware and everything's everything Mm -hmm. in life. And you know, your style of photography is just just one of those things. That's An extension awesome. of that, yes. Okay, so what is the best advice you've ever received? So many years ago, I have a good friend, Kevin Tobin, who's one of the best humans I know. And I told him I was really nervous. I was teaching a class and I said, I'm just really nervous. And he said, he said, Jessica, you know, go back to what you already know in your own business. Think mm-hmm. about how when you treat someone the way that um, you, you they want to be treated, you want to treat that person the way that you see them themselves. And that in the end, it doesn't really matter what you say to them. It really matters in the end how you've made them feel. And so for us, we try and treat every client that way. And that was great advice for me because it didn't really matter what I was actually saying. It really mattered how I made people feel around me. And we, t- yeah. we hold that true to our clients as well. And here's the people when I'm teaching that kind of thing. Yeah. And that makes sense. And I think, yeah, I think I wish that I wish like I could wake up every morning and just like some of those fundamentals, like treating people well and all those mm-hmm. stuff, like was, was really my part. Ingrained in y- who you yeah. are. Right. And, I, and it is because I'm a good person and Absolutely. I have manners and stuff. Yeah. But it's so easy by like 15 minutes into your day, you lose track of some of that stuff. You Absolutely. Know? And if right. we could just honestly have that stuff so dialed, mm-hmm. I think that's why some people are successful because they're just really good at that, you know? And some of us have to fake it sometimes too. You <laughs> yeah. know, I said that, you know, sometimes you're not having a great day or you're not feeling that great. But for me, knowing that when I'm photographing that senior, that that is the only time that they will ever be photographed in in this moment of their life. Like the magnitude of that is pretty significant, right? And they've been looking forward to it for a long time. Absolutely. You know, I've got some kids that will come in and they'll be like, oh my gosh, ever since fourth grade, I knew I was going to, what? I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) You've been thinking about this since fourth grade? That's awesome, you know? And so the pressure of that is significant, but I will say that that motivates you to be the best that you can be. And so I think that some of that feeds off of the senior. And that's why I love seniors because they're all unique. They're all different. Yeah, Um, and they bring a cool energy. They they, do. They bring new clothes with tags still on them and stuff like that. 
that like, like, you know, it's really cool. Like, I know. I'm like, what... you've never worn any of these 10 outfits before? No, my mom told me I couldn't until we had our senior portraits. So I'm right. like, dear Lord, you've got like $6,000 of the clothes right here. Yeah, what? Been, yeah. yeah <laughs> how long have they been sitting in your closet? I know. How many pair of but, fry but, boots do you have? But that, but that's inspiring at the same it time. But it also tells me where someone is financially as well. So <laughs> right. I used to feel really bad when I'm like, man, you just spent like $2,500 with me. Now I'm like, there's $2,500 worth of boots sitting right there, you yeah. know? And so it gives you perspective as well that your portraits are going to be around a lot longer than those fry boots, you know, that they're going to hate next year because they're out of season. Or somebody else has the same boots at school and they never wear. (laughs) Evil. I know, right, exactly. So what is one personal habit that you think contributes to your success? I think that my work ethic is probably the thing. You seem like you're really motivated, really hardworking. And I, I am, I am. And I think that we get motivation from a lot of different areas. You know, I've been a provider for my family and I really like my house and my car and I like to feed my children, you know, these really crazy concepts here. But I think that that is a motivation really. And so I, I don't mind working really hard. I do want to be the best I can be. And I also know that it can be ripped away from you really quickly. And so if I'm not on my A game, if I'm not the best me that I can be, then I don't want to fade into the, you know, yeah. wilderness there, you know? <laughs> yeah, just, just become ir- irrelevant in a Absolutely. sense, like in business. Or... And that's part of why we're here at Sync, too, because yeah. we want to make sure we're aware of what's going on, we're, we're aware of what products are out there, that we're giving the best to our clients, we're educating ourselves. Most industries require continued education. Right, right. And a lot of people don't invest well, I, in that, and it's as a, important. As a, as a teacher, you know, every three-day week, every three-day <laughs> weekend, the kids had, they were out having a good time, and you and I were like... <laughs> In the classroom. You were sleeping in the back corner is what (laughs) you were really doing because it was God awful. They brought somebody in that wasn't a teacher, you know, (laughs) like or 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 cutting jokes with the gym teachers. Those guys were the best. (laughs) Putting Snapchat filters on the on the speaker. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've never done that before. I'm always really a respectful student. Uh, Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, so recommend an internet resource for our audience. Uh, something where like maybe you go for inspiration mm-hmm. or something you find yourself using all the time. Did you know I have a Facebook group? Yes, mm-hmm. go ahead. <laughs> I do know about this. There's that shameless plug. No, no. And the shameless plug is coming soon. So sh- oh, really? No, I can pl- yeah, plug, not do that one then? No, no. Plug <laughs> plug it now and then okay, we'll, we'll, we'll triple back. plug it in a minute. Okay. Well, no. And I, you know, I, don't, I don't do that because I am trying to give a plug really. But I, I do think that and you said a lot of these Facebook groups or internet groups or whatever it is can be really negative. And especially right. this time of year, I don't know what's happening. My senior model applications are way down. I think that they're just going to have all their friends take their images and it get it's yucky. It's yeah. really, it can be really yucky or, you know, I just blame all women and moms with a camera. That's why I'm failing. Cause you know, I've got testosterone in my body or yes, whatever it yes. is. I mean, I don't know. And I so, mean, I built a whole platform. I'm totally joking. Yeah. <laughs> I built a whole platform on, on just bashing mom with camera. Right, I'm to- right. Guys, I'm totally joking. Totally joking. Yes. But I did not do yes. that. No, <laughs> someone would really hurt you. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm not dumb. I'm just teasing. <laughs> no. So, um, so I, I, and I haven't been very active with it, I'll be honest with you, because I'm kind of like jump starting it right now. I, I do think there's a place where we can go and tell funny stories. I think there's a place that, or I want there to be a place. And that's why I created Shoot It Straight with Jessica Robertson. And mm-hmm. it's kind of an extension of, of the coaching that I do. Yeah. And um, I just think there's a need for this, a little positive, a little funny. Yes. Um, I mean, I make fun of myself all the time. I think that we glorify ph- photographers and and the world, you know, we say, oh my gosh, you're a photographer. People say that all the time. And you're like, yeah. And I sweat through three shirts today and (laughs) it's not really that sexy, you know? And, but I do think there's a, an opportunity there if you wanted to say your little happy joy, joy, or anything that you want to bring that's positive. Well, yeah. Or celebrate or, or just even 
like ask a concern without like okay here's the thing what kills me about facebook without judgment is yeah like you you voice a concern mm-hmm. and then like everybody tells you how to do it. Oh, and yeah. it and it's not it's not like you're looking for advice but you're not like it's the condescend- condesc- oh, yeah. condescending the, nature of their conversation can yeah. be really it's like, devastating itself. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, thanks. I was already down. Now you're right. just like, I'm even more thanks down. Thanks for the, you know, punch so, in the gut. So yeah. just, yeah, but it'd just be nice to go somewhere for positivity and stuff. And so I'm really, right. I'm really glad that you created that group. And oh, thank you. you know, well, I'm going to so, try and do good things with it this year. That's one of my so, goals. So, and so to tell everybody the, the name of it again, it's shoot, shoot, it, shoot it straight with Jessica Robertson. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So you guys should go definitely join. Thank you. <laughs> Recommend a book that you would want to share with the group and and why? Sure. So I think one of the scariest parts of being a photographer is the sales aspect. Sure. And if you don't have a good hold on that, you won't be able to survive. So no matter how great of a photographer you are, unfortunately, without sales and without products and without clients coming back to you for those products, you're going to fail. Sure. And We've learned a lot over the years in terms of sales, how to do it right, how to do it wrong, the things yeah. that um, I and, think all of us have. And for me, that book recently um, is Rachel Martin's book, What to Say. And I think that it's super quick read. I think that if anybody's doing sales for you, it should be like, hey, go and read this right away. And it changes your mindset on that sales process. Yeah. So. No, that's really good. Well, and I think the other thing that's in, num, numbers in our industry get thrown around around sales too, right? So you're already <laughs> and self, lies and yeah, numbers you, and you, lies. <laughs> yeah. So you're already self conscious about it, and mm-hmm. then you then people uh, like inflate their numbers a little bit too. Not Always. everybody, right? But so like well, the majority, it took, it, mm-hmm. it, yeah. But it took me like ten years to like kind of just build up a thick enough skin to that mm-hmm. that like I start ignoring those numbers. Absolutely. And some people have huge sales, and right. you don't know the circumstances. Some people have small sales and they're doing just fine. Absolutely. But I just. Think yeah, as long as you're moving forward in your business, right, is awesome, and that's what I've heard great about her book is it kind of meets you wherever you are wherever and just you. moves mm-hmm. you forward. I heard it's worth reading a couple times, even because mm-hmm. the first time you read it, you pick up one certain mm-hmm. things and you pick up other stuff later. Right. So absolutely, that's awesome. and I was I was talking to someone last night and she said, "Well, I only do like ninety seniors," and I was like, "What? Only what?" And she's like, "Well, I know, like you do more," and I'm like. You do 90 seniors. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's just me. And I was like, you do 90 seniors and <laughs> right. it's just you? I'm like, why? Yeah. And I'm like, how do you do how do you do that? That's a That's- large number. And plus families, plus, you yeah. know. And I think that we should be proud of where we are. And if it's not where we want to be, then figure yeah. out how to change that. Right. If- but at the same time, you you may want to not want to build a business that does three hundred seniors no, and four thousand dollar averages. Right. It, it, like it may not. And even it doesn't fit. always mean you're making more money either. Exactly, I think that's right? the thing. You know, um, someone said to me, "Well, my average is this much," and I said, "Well, that's great, but you only do twenty five seniors a year. Mm-hmm. I do two hundred, and so you have to have that perspective. I have staff. I have overhead, right. and so someone that is working out of their home, they might not need the same profit margin that I have to have literally sure. to stay." you know, paying my mortgage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's so interesting. And, and when PPA comes out with their benchmark, they break out retail versus- I love it. Uh, and it's like so cool to see like- What a great oh, reference. Yeah, it's like, oh, there can be more than one model in our industry, which is awesome. Absolutely. But sometimes you forget that when you're at a conference and you hear somebody saying, this is the way to do it, then you're like, oh, maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe I've been doing mm-hmm. it wrong the whole time and you can't think that. Yeah, so. Absolutely, yeah. And there's lots of different ways to be successful. And I think that that's the one of the really cool things about being here at Sync. You know, you know, first person gets on the stage and they say, this is how you have to do it. The second person says, no, this is how I do it. The next person yeah. says, no, this is how I do it. And you know what? They're all successful yeah, figuring exactly. out their own formula. And being in different communities, you know, 
even today, um, Marisa said, you know, we sell a ton of metals. I can't sell metals. My, right. That's not my clients. That's not my brand, right? So it's wonderful that one product is not great for everyone in every part of our country. So figuring out what works for you, I think is really critical. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. So the very last point is, first of all, tell everybody where they can connect with you besides your Facebook group. Because I know you do sell a few products, like some stuff that you use in your studio and stuff that you share with people that they can buy, like your um, forms and things like that. Um, so make sure you share that so they can connect with you. And then and then at the end, just what, what's some parting guidance you could give the audience? Sure. And there was one thing that I really wanted to talk to you about okay, as well. There was a question. She's got questions for me, guys. I know, right? She's like, way to drive the car here. This, um, this is not how the podcast is supposed to work. This is not how it goes. I'm in charge. Yeah. Um, he's okay. writing letters to me saying he hates me now. He'll never welcome me back. No. So there was a question when you said, there was a question you had something about a product that has changed your business or something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, it was for me, we noticed that we were not selling our sports images the way that I wanted to. And okay. I referenced this yes- yesterday, okay. which I think is really important. Um, and I love Dan Freeval and I love Ben Shirk and their composites. They're amazing, but our brand's a lot cleaner. And so for us, we started selling 10 by 30s, simple composites. We've got some samples of them on our, our website. But for those that aren't selling what they want, I think analyzing why they're not selling those things sure. and then figuring out how to actually sell them. And, and to describe the 10 by 30s you're talking about, they're like five images. They're kind of just key, they're like keystroked around. Exactly. Around Super clean. Yeah. They're so, not as fancy as Dan and Ben. Yeah. There's not right. like smoke and lightning and stuff like that. Right. No. Like it's just, it's just a long skinny one with five images and they're all, yeah, it's really cool. So it's clean, you know, yeah. and it works for my clients because their homes are a little bit more traditional. And so it really does work with our brand. Yeah. Um, as far as connecting, my website is jessicarobertson.com. Mm-hmm. And on there, there's information about education and coaching. And there are areas where you can buy certain things. Part of our success is uh, coming up with a process that really works for us, right. that works for our clients and works for us. And we're very well, works, clear about works that. Works for your staff so that every, everybody can work at, at their own speed and Absolutely. we're not waiting on everybody. Yeah, Right. And so part of that success has come from the creation of a, a, a book we put together and it's a downloadable PSD. You can change everything, but it goes through our process. It goes through what clients need to do to prepare and it goes into hair and clothing and makeup um, and color harmony mm-hmm. and not wearing too many patterns and that kind of thing in preparation. Then it shows you all of our collections and all of our prices. Yeah, because one of the things that you said this week that was really interesting, actually David Beckham said this, I think his podcast will come out before yours, and he talked about this, um, that you're so transparent about your pricing. And that that's kind of controversial in a sense because so many people are like, don't show them pricing until the sales, until they order. I cannot imagine being treated that way. I know, so so you're like, you're like, I show them everything up front. Absolutely. Yeah. Answer any questions that they have. I mean, it's a process there. So when they come in and we go over everything and after we go over the first collection, we literally stand up and I go, hey, you know what? It's probably easier just to touch and feel it. So let's go walk across the room. So I take them away from the pricing mm-hmm. and then they show me what they fall in love with. And if they've fallen in love with something that may not initially have been the thing that they were going to select based on the price point. Yes. And so at that point, they've fallen in love with it and they want that. So then they have time between our consultation, their session, their ordering session, that they can figure out how to make that work. And if that means breaking into payment plans, that's awesome. We yeah. love to do that because then that means our clients are actually getting what they want. Sure. Um, but we do go over the pricing in full with each person and it's, in detail. And it's part of this book that you it show is. them. Yeah. So we print an 11 by 14 from H&H Color Lab and it's beautiful, it's professional, it's clean. And for me, we don't miss anything. So if I'm just supposed to remember what I'm going to say to my clients, 
I'll forget something. Yeah, yeah. But it's a it's a process. Again, like I said, it keeps me straight with every single client. And then we follow that up with some videos as well. So we're trying to hit on all those ways we can educate our clients, um, whether they're reading it, they're hearing it, and they're also seeing it again. Yeah. So there's a constant reminder. So they're really ready for their session. And so and so this is, you can just go to your website and then an yes. option to purchase all this or whatever. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. um, you and are, there's information about our model program too, which I think okay. we do a little differently um, than a lot of folks in the country. Cool. And then you're also doing a workshop with David Beckham, right? I am, so, yes, yeah, in what? May. So May 17th through the 19th. Uh, this is our second one. We had such a great time in Florida last year for our class and had some great feedback. And so... Um, by popular demand, we <laughs> right. are coming back. Yeah. And this time we're at my studio. There were a lot of people that had said, you know, I really just wish I could see this in your studio. And so, oh, great idea. So we'll do that. And it's nice to have all of our studio lighting. It's nice um, that they can go into our ordering room. It's nice that they can feel and touch all of our products. And it's great because if you live on the Eastern um, seaboard, you can ride the train. The train stops right in our town. Oh, cool. You can stay at our inn right there. You can literally walk to the studio and we'll be all around there with models and cool. it's all inclusive we say ask anything um was our, well, yeah, what's, what our was quote? Ta- what's my quote you, no the tagline ask was ask anything learn everything yeah no. yeah that was yeah. i think that was the tagline ask anything learn I, everything, I, I read learn everything. there we go <laughs> i read it and i, I haven't like, said that in really a long good. time yeah um but it is really that authenticity that in our business is true as well so if someone says i need help with this so we send out a questionnaire ahead of time what are their top goals of things that they want to do so we really do customize the class based upon what people want to learn yeah. and so it's not like well i'm sorry we're not covering that that's not in our class yeah. we'll cover anything that they need help with because we yeah. really want them to leave feeling like we've given them so much information so much hands-on learning and that they can go back and apply the things that they've learned so right that that's re- that's really awesome and so yeah i mean david told us about that and it sounds like I mean, it's really, a really fun. It's class. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It makes me kind of want to do some workshops and stuff. I've, I don't do much of that stuff, right. but it's so rewarding. But, but here's the two things I always hear when I come to think, Hey, I wish I could be at your studio to see all this stuff. And I wish I could come to Colorado. And I'm like, yeah, okay, probably I should. You should something. probably look into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can just dri- drive them around in like a Jeep all week. <laughs> like it, it'll be just like a seven day ride with Matt. I'll just get like a, I'll get like a church van and just drive people around and talk to them the whole time. We don't actually do any shooting. <laughs> That's funny. They just go see every mountain peak in Colorado. And that'd be kind of fun too. You're the tour guide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, some, any parting guidance for the audience? Hmm. Wow. That's a heavy one, isn't it? I know. It's um, a- so I think that uh, for me, figuring out who you are currently, where you want to be, and having that plan to get there is really critical. And um, not being disappointed in where you are, but just wanting to make sure you're moving forward in a direction that is ultimately able to achieve that goal, yeah. whatever that looks like. Yeah, and I, and I think as I've been in business longer and longer, you could probably talk speak to this too, sometimes it takes you longer than you would think to accomplish some of those goals. Especially the first couple of years, it seems pretty easy to accomplish right. goals, but now sometimes they take longer. So not only just knowing where you are mm-hmm. moving forward, but just giving yourself the patience to, mm-hmm. to actually get there. But it's good not to be satisfied. You know, even for me now, like I'm never satisfied. You know, you look at mm-hmm. some of the work of the people here and it's just inspiring and it makes me want to be better. And so I think that, again, if you stay, if you're stagnant, then you're not evolving and changing and you have to in this industry. You just yeah, really do. That's awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Here. And now we're, now we're friends. I know, our buddies. Now, now, yeah. I know. So um, now I can, I'll DM you like at 11 Perfect. o'clock at night while you're trying, Great. while you're trying to put your kids to bed and stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks so much for being on here taking thank the time. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Um, so everybody, Jessica Robinson, um, check her out online and check out her material. Some of the best out there I've seen. Thank um, you. Yeah. And that's all we got for this week, guys. We'll see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.